Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy, George McKay, back here at Straight Talk Wrestling. And before you know it, it's going to be hard to kill. That's right. My favorite Impact pay-per-view of the year. And I got someone who is literally putting her career on the line. Please help me welcome the legend, the incredible talent who has been in pay-per-view matches, main event matches all over the world, and all for Impact Wrestling, the one and only hardcore country, Mickey James. Well, Hello. That's an awesome introduction. Thank you so much. Thank you. I had to try to keep up with my daughter. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. I know. She, I mean, well, the stakes are high here, almost as high as they're going to be on the 13th. Absolutely. Was- I want to I want to talk about that for a second. I want to talk about when you came back September 1st, you cut that amazing promo and I felt the real emotion. You kind of laid everything out on the line, 24 years in this business, an incredible career. And the fact that you want this to be the last rodeo, but you wanted to earn this title shot. And one thing that stuck out to me from that promo was when you said you're going to earn it just like you did everything in life with dirt in your eyes and grit in your teeth. And you have in the last four and a half months, you have decimated the entire knockouts division. And you're there now at the mountaintop looking at the peak of the mountain. How surreal yeah. is it to be, think about four months ago to where we are now? Um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild because I think that, you know, Every challenge was tougher. I mean, when you say decimated, I'm like, I don't know. I pr- feel like I scraped by on a few of those. They were pretty, I mean, I, especially as they started to get to towards the end. I mean, you think about with Chelsea and sending her home with Mia Yim, um, with Taylor Wilde was somebody who I always wanted to face. And just, we never really even shared the same locker room enough to even wrestle each other. And then even rekindling an old feud in Deanna Peraza, who, has always brought out the best to me. I mean, it's really been challenging, uh, but there's no greater challenge than the one that's ahead of me in Jordan Grace because she is a dominant champion. She is strong. She is fast. She is young and she's hungry. And she's a, a representation of like everything it is to be a woman in this locker room right now, you know, and in this uh, thriving time for women in the industry. It's like, it's amazing. Um, and there were moments, you know, there's been moments where I've had to sit back and go like, oh, God. And especially the next day when I go like, oh, man, is this really, is this worth it? <laughs> oh. um, but, yeah, I mean, it's been amazing. And I think what the, you know, the most amazing thing has been just to to feel the love from the fans and to know that they're still with me. And they have always been with me for the, you know, for the most part all along this journey. And it's it's wild. And I always said I wanted to go either go out with a bang or, and go out my way. And this, that's kind of what this is about. Like as I wanted to earn that way back up to this, to the championship. I didn't want to just come in and say, Hey, I want a championship opportunity. And I probably could have, but I that felt like out of respect to the other women in that locker room and to, to earn their respect in a different way. I wanted to prove that I was willing to do it old school way and like every other woman on that roster and work my way up. Um, and I wanted to prove that I still belonged in the locker room and I could still be a competitor and I could, you know, go against any woman on that roster. And, um, you know, I've never wanted to fade away or go out and still be wrestling as like, 
almost as good as I used to used to could, you know, in that kind of sense. And, and I really wanted to always be at the top of my game and go out while I was still on top in, in an awesome way. And I felt like this was the perfect way to test myself. It was the perfect way to prove to myself and to the fans and to the locker room that not only do I still belong, but you know, I am everything that I say I am. And, um, or at least believe that I am, you know, we don't always say all the things can't call ourselves great all day. (laughs) There are days that I don't think I'm so great, you know, as we all do, but it's just, it's been a lot and it's been an emotional roller coaster too, because I already know that at some point, you know, at some point it's all got to come to, and there's got to be the final curtain. There always is. And I don't know after dedicating my whole life to wrestling, like, what am I going to do? If that's not a part of it, I mean, it is, it's given me everything. It's, it's brought me from like, it's the rags to riches story to being able to buy this beautiful home, to meeting my husband and having my son, um, to so many career moments along the way that they moments that I could only have prayed about and never, you know, I remember envisioning winning the women's championship and that's as far as I could. Cause that was the only thing that seemed like top of the mountain to me and to, to be able to scratch off and check off all these moments along the way. It's pretty crazy. It's crazy. Absolutely. It's yeah. been a, it's been an amazing 24 years and I'm honored to say that I have been a fan from the very, very early days of your very first run in impact to Alexis Lurie. Oh yes. A great, yes. Uh, honestly, a great character with a lot of potential. I always thought there might be a moment where Alexis may come back just for a little bit, but you know what? I'm kind of almost glad that we got to see the progression and the evolution of where we started to where you are now. Mickey James, your name is synonymous with women's wrestling. Barriers have been broken Impact, the knockouts division has always been the forefront of any woman's division in wrestling. And I've said that numerous times and I'll continue to say I that. I believe that too. I believe that too. And I fe- felt like even, you know, the opportunities that the women were being given at Impact well before anyone else, like when women's were, when women's matches from the independents to other promotions all over the world were being treated as the popcorn match, the novelty match, the match right before, right after intermission. So they still have time to finish buying their merch, you know, um, to, oh, we're going to throw them in a lingerie match or a pudding match or a water gun fight or whatever it is. It's the knockouts were getting double segments. They were getting championship opportunities. They were getting main event opportunities and matches. You know, I did the clockwork first woman to do the clockwork orange house of fun match as Alexis Lurie, um, with Raven and Julio and against Jeff Jarrett as like the main event of that show. And one of their earliest pay-per-views like that always very progressive and always treated the women, um, the same mm-hmm. as the boys, you know, and, uh, I think that that's why that women's division has always thrived. I think that's why women choose to go to the knockouts division and be a part of that because they know that there are no barriers there. It, it, the, like the sky is truly the limit and it's, it's really amazing. It absolutely is. And I, I look at, especially these last four and a half months, you say, I, I use the word decimated incorrectly. I don't care. A win's a win. And you stretched out a four and a half month win streak. So kudos to you. Thank it, you. It may Thank end. Thank you Friday. so much. Thank you. No, oh, you're welcome. Yeah. It may end Friday the 13th. It may not end Friday the 13th. Both myself and the mini host are hoping it doesn't. 
But if it does, do you feel like you have achieved that goal of going out on your terms? Hardcore country went out the way she wanted to go with nobody standing in her way and nobody telling her how to go out. Yes. Yeah, I do. And um, I think that I asked for this last rodeo and I asked for this test against myself uh, to really challenge myself. And I put the stipulation on myself because, you know, I don't I, I didn't know what else I had to prove unless it was to prove that I still belonged. And um, I feel like I've done that along the way. And now I have to prove if I can still be champion and if I deserve to still be champion. Um, but I think, you know, being able to hold a champ, a women's championship, a women's world championship 10 times and to be able to do uh, so many things and make history and break down barriers and shatter glass ceilings and all these things that we say but to physically be able to do a lot of these things when, you know, I'm just a small town girl from Montpelier, Virginia, who just had a dream and wanted to be somebody and wanted to prove the world wrong. And uh, I've been really blessed. I've been really blessed to be able to do all that I've been able to do and to live the life that I can now live now. And hopefully, you know, we all work hard so our children don't have to work as hard, you know. And so I just... I don't know. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for my career. I'm grateful for my fans. I'm grateful for people like you and your daughter. Like that, that's amazing. And it's, uh, it's just cool to see. And the fact that people still stick with me over two decades later is just wild. It's wild. It is wild, but you know what? I think people connect with you because of the simplicity of what you just said, small town girl with a dream. And you achieved that you showed all of us small town folk, that things like this are possible and you can reach the stars. And to quote Frank Sinatra, you did it your way. And yes. that's the part about it, right? Yes, so, old blue eyes. Old blue eyes, gotta love them. <laughs> I actually was watching the Godfather uh, show on Paramount called The Offer. And it talks a lot about how Frank Sinatra tried to shut the movie down. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Okay, I will. It's I on will. Paramount Plus, my wife, my wife convinced me to do it because I'm a big god, I'm a godfather freak. That's one of my uh-huh. Favorite. And she's like, you got to watch this. And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to ruin the mystique. I just want to enjoy the movie. But to yeah. see all the stuff that they went through and all the connections wow. with the mob, it's 10 yeah. episodes, but it goes by like that. Really? If you There's a lot seen of it, like that untold story about the Rat Pack isn't there. And then mm-hmm. even with like Marilyn Monroe, which I'm super obsessed with like Marilyn Monroe or El- and Elvis Presley. Like I, I love both of them. And I have like tons of like books and magazines and stuff like that. I'm one of those weirdos, but I don't have all the figures, but I do have, I do have the blue Hawaii. Um, I don't collect action figures, but I do have the blue Hawaii Elvis Barbie. That's um, dope. That's cool. That's pretty, cool, man. Yeah, it's still in the box and it's pretty dope. Um, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. One final question and I'll let you go enjoy the rest of your evening. When you look at being a woman of complete empowerment and shaping this business, changing this business, and seeing all the little girls like my daughter and all the little girls that look up to you as a hero. Is it surreal that you could be a superhero to so many? I mean, you're already a superhero to your son. Mom and dad are both superheroes to your little boy. But to see that the generation of all these fans coming up and even the young fans that grew up with you, looking at that and do you consider yourself a superhero? Is it surreal to hear that for you? It is surreal. It is surreal because I feel like, you know, I'm – not perfect. I'm imperfect in every way, you know, and there's a, you know, I felt like I made a lot of mistakes in my journey, 
but I'm very blessed to still be around. What I hope is that people learn from my journey. And so hopefully they can have that same longevity and maybe not make all the mistakes and the heartaches that I did along the way. But then I go, I wouldn't take them back because I wouldn't be sitting here right now getting ready to go in 20 some years later into um, maybe my last championship opportunity. So I don't, yeah, it's crazy and it's very humbling. And I, and I think because I'm such a, Ooh, every time I'm like, Oh, it's so sweet. But it's also, you just don't, we're such perfectionist and we demand so much out of ourselves that it's really hard to believe that you're ever good enough to, um, for other people to feel that way about you. But I am grateful and I'm grateful and I'm grateful that I made a difference. Absolutely. 150%. And fingers crossed that this upcoming Friday the 13th will not be your last step in the ring. I have a feeling that you're going to lift that title and you're going to go on one more run and you're going to- I've been practicing. I know. I absolutely. I practice all the time with my smoking skull belt back there. I practice all the time. That's (laughs) as close as I'm going to get. (laughs) I have my 10 pound dumbbell and I just raise it really high. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) My one final question, if you don't mind, if you could look at the camera and just tell everyone you had an awesome time with Straight Talk Wrestling and they should subscribe because we are fantastic. Yeah, okay. Hey, you guys, this is Hardcore Country Mickey James on her last rodeo, and I just had a blast sitting here talking with Straight Talk Wrestling, so make sure you do us all a favor. Hit that like button. Subscribe today because you never want to miss an episode, especially when I'm on. Absolutely fantastic. The next Knockouts champion, Mickey James. I appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Guys, all the links are below. Peace, love, and wrestling. See you next time. Peace. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace, not in my league, you out of place. I'm not at the top, I'm outer space. Any with us, we're out of place. I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great. You're not my fan, you can't relate. Straight talk going state to state